Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Another beautiful February day here in Los Angeles. Just celebrated Valentine's Day. I've got three Valentines. Mm. My wife and apparently my two sons. So congratulations (laughs) to them. Wait, did you, congratulations did you, to Did me? you buy your son's edible underwear? <laughs> to whom? To whom are congratulations due? <laughs> I made my wife some paper flowers. Oh, yeah? Like origami style? I felt like if I bought flowers, yeah. I would be buying you know, you into you some kind. I don't know if this is real. Okay. I felt like there was some kind of flower industrial complex. Mm. Like a sustainable fisheries type thing, sure. Where I shouldn't buy flowers on Valentine's Day, but I may have completely made that up inside my head. <laughs> but as I looked at the flower place, I felt concerned that that was something I should be concerned about. By the way, let me introduce our guest on the program. <laughs> um, uh, he's one of the. He's a, he's a brilliantly successful podcaster, much more successful than we are. Uh, he's also, in my opinion top three stand-up com- comics in the world. I was going to say America, Bill, but I kicked it hey, up to the world. You said the world. I'll take that. You know, I mean, there's some great comics if you're you, talking if you only about. Said, if you only said, you know, in the continental United States. Right. Yeah. Uh, my ego. In the I would have stayed. United States? I would have stayed. My ego would have walked up. Really? Yeah. So we would have been talking to a deflated Bill Burr. You would have actually been talking to uh, you're not gonna... childhood Bill Burr. You're oh. not going <laughs> I don't know. We got just a broken down yeah. eleven. I wasn't broken. No, I wasn't. Was I broken by eleven? I was. Pretty, I, was I, I was pretty damaged. That's, was pretty that's the damaged question we're going to ask ourselves on this week's Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> at was what I age broken? At by what 11? age was I broken? <laughs> I love that you didn't buy the flowers. You didn't give in. I always. I always. I don't believe in the holiday either. I don't believe in like crowds and all of that type of crap. Uh, I mean, I know they exist. I don't want to be a part of them. So what I do is I try to. Um, I just – we go out. Like I'm taking my wife out uh, the last week of February. We're going to the restaurant we want to go to. There's plenty of seating. Food costs what it's supposed to cost. I'm going to do it during a weekday. There's not going to be any traffic. It's going to be perfect. I actually saw uh, Bill Cosby last night. She took me out to go see that. So that was the first time I'd been out on Valentine's Day evening, yeah, I think, since I lived in New York in like 07 and just all the traffic and all it. And I was just like, wow, I did not miss this. But it was well, totally worth it. Bill, what, this, what this might be more romantic yeah, this than is, Bill Cosby. I was, this is maybe a little bit of a personal question, but What's did that? the cause make you guys feel amorous? Uh, that's kind of weird, sort of like a, a threesome element to it, that mm? question. Oh, I yeah. would say, uh, no, you know what it was? It was uh, somebody proposed to their uh, girlfriend to start the show. And he riffed on it and all that type of stuff. And I watched him take that idea and turn it into something 30, 30 minutes long. And then he called back to it. So it was pretty amazing. So, yeah. Wow. I would, I would like romantic. to I would like to see the comedy of Bill Cosby. I've never seen the comedy of Bill Cosby. I mean, well, you should I have on. Could, wait, he, did, he did two and a half hours. He's 76 years old. Hmm. Was sitting, it two and, and a half enjoyable hours? Yeah, sitting down. No, he tries to bore you for – no, of course well, it no, is. no, <laughs> I mean he, he's obviously – he's trying to entertain you. Yeah. But two and a half is a lot of hours. Uh, yes, it is. Even it for is. the probably the greatest stand-up comic of all well, time, I think Bill Cosby, he's, he, Well, he just had a special come out, so I think he's workshopping some stuff. And it was fun on just a bunch of levels to watch it, just as a fan, to watch it as someone who attempts to do what he does. 
Uh, I just mean just telling jokes and making people laugh. But he had like he has like he has his own little apartment up there. It's like a little like four <laughs> by four piece of rug. He has a chair that he sits in, a little table. He's got a thing for his bottled water, and then he has this little like invisible sort of headset thing that he puts on, and you never see it again because it's clear. It's not like the Janet Jackson thing. What was the What was the venue? Where did you see this? Um, at the the Pasadena, I think. I, I like want a civic auditorium. Civic, or yeah, something? the civic it was huge. It was like. 3, By the 000. way, Bill, I like that you clarified. It's not like that Janet Jackson thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so much contempt for that little microphone because those were those those were cool for about thirty seconds, right? And then um, anybody who had them immediately was victim of the hacky welcome to McDonald's drive-through, <laughs> oh, take sure. your order, and all that type of thing. I'd I'd like to see Bill Cosby go on stage with one of those little tiny flesh-colored microphones that they put right at the edge of your wig on Broadway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a no. just to pick up your singing? Yeah, sure, you wear a wig. In a stage production, you get a little tiny microphone that goes right at your temple. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Does it bore its way into your skull and become a microchip? Absolutely. That's the idea. There I mean, I w- I'd like to see it taken a step further. I'd like to see Bill Cosby do some selections from Rent. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> that's what you're there for. <laughs> I feel like it's entertaining. It has a lesson. Mm-hmm. That's what Bill Cosby's all about. The man's got a PhD in education. Yeah. Well, that was a yeah. That was a major uh, bucket list thing to to go see him. So I, I saw him. I saw Carlin before he became a comedian. I never got to see Pryor. Uh, I saw Don Rickles uh, last year. So uh, I'm trying to make sure. You know, I, I worked for so much to get where I'm at that I forgot to uh, be a fan. So I'm kind of getting back in touch with that. Like, oh yeah, I used to like. To Rickles, go to these things. Rickles does have uh, songs in his show, doesn't he? Just in the end. He'll sing a song in the end. He is ridiculous. He's absolutely hilarious. And, uh, yeah, he just still... What's you're, a- like, intimidated to be sitting in the crowd like he's going to... Second he sees <laughs> my big, dumb head, this is going to be at least 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I at least really... you didn't wear your hockey puck costume because then, then he'll really... <laughs> then he'll really, really get into, into you. you. No, he, he, can, he can pretty much... Yeah, you're done. No matter what you're wearing, you're done. Hmm. Now, was, does Bill Cosby just go out cold? Does he have an opener? No. Nope. Can I guess who the opener no, might be? No intro. Dr. William Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. He just walks right out. Yeah? Just walks right out. Yeah, absolutely. And proposes no, there's to no, someone's girlfriend. There's no intro. He just walks. And if you're not looking at the stage, the only way that you— Wait, they you, don't even say, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bill Cosby, nope. the greatest stand-up comedian of all time? Nope. He just walks. The only way that you, unless you're, if you're not looking at the stage when he walks out, uh, what lets you know that he's out there is people start applauding. And then everybody stands up and then he goes, all right, sit down. And then he sits down and then destroys for two and a half hours. And then he's done and he just leaves. And I knew he wasn't coming back for an, an encore because I saw him on Letterman talking about that he thought he was the fastest person after finishing a show to be in the car and out of the venue. And, and he, he found that George Carlin actually did it faster. So he, he tried to beat him, his record. It's a, if you can find it on YouTube, it's a, it's a great story that he tells. That's exciting. That, is a, that, that would be a fun Valentine's Day date. I'm, a, I'm under the gun because I have to come up with some kind of date for my wife and myself, not only for Valentine's Day, but for the fact that we haven't been on a date in 
half a year because we have a four-month-old baby coming up. And are you guys using Valentine's Day or a few days after Valentine's Day to as an excuse to go on that date, or is it just it's time and it happens to be basically it's basically it's a combination of factors, Jordan. Baby development factors. I'll break it down for you. Yeah. Number one, spatial perceptions there. <laughs> sure. Object permanence. Yeah. No, it's about uh, – it, it's about it, – it's gotten to the point where my wife is Once a baby cool starts with, developing a super ego, yeah, <laughs> you it, can my, leave him alone. My wife is cool with, with leaving the baby for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So that's – when I say certain amount of time, I'm talking about three hours, four hours. Pink berry. Something like that. Take her like to Pinkberry. <laughs> take her out for some yogurt really? or something. Just yeah. yogurt? Just no, yogurt? No, or go uh, – make her a nice meal at home when the kids are there. Whoever shows up to watch the kids shows up and then take her out for like gelato and then yeah, come right back. Go to gelato, maybe ha- head over to the post office, stock up on forever stamps, <laughs> and then come home. There you so. go. Hand job in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a well-rounded evening, certainly. Yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. You got everything. Yeah. You, got a, you got fine dining. Mm-hmm. You got uh, fine desserts. You got errands. You got <laughs> ice cream, errands, yeah. and, just, and uh, dinner. And hand jobs. Protein the size of your hand, I think you're killing it. Technically, my wife probably considers the hand job an errand. <laughs> or a protein the size of her hand. Hey, hey. thank you. Whoa. Hey, Wilbur, now. ladies Comedian. and gentlemen. Whoa. How much hotter in this fucking chicken coop is it going to get? It'll just continue to be yeah. hotter and hotter. Okay. Over this we're, we're, this is as pleasant as the show will be. It will only get more unpleasant. Can I, Bill, can I sincerely tell you what you should do is unplug that lamp right there. You see it coming. Do you see the, the lamp? right here, yeah. yeah. You unplug know what I feel like lamp, right now? This, it, oh, this feels yeah. exactly like when they, they have you on the tarmac. And they they power down the engines, you know, mm. <laughs> and they're going to be like, hey, it's just going to be a couple of minutes. And then two hours later, you know, the bathrooms are starting to smell and people start talking about flyers rights. Anyway, oh, Bill, you, you, like uh, to... you uh, unplug that lamp. You're also going to want to extinguish that campfire. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Do. Yeah. Just throw a little sand on that. Incidentally, we want to thank our sponsor, JetBlue. <laughs> JetBlue flying out of JFK International Airport. Right to Burbank. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's a great poor it's a man's great first flight. class right there. You watch ESPN the whole way. But I eat uh, eight bags of chips. The deal is, yeah. my wife, we what's we the, only get the, three what's four the hours. Date, what's the my, date short list? The date short list. Well, my plan was just go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. That's what I had come up with, and but I can't decide whether it needs to be a special fancy place or a regular neighborhoody fancy place. Or a favorite place. Mm. You need so a place like, where you can talk, dude. If you if you've been like, literally like that inundated, you know, mm-hmm. with kids and all that type of thing, I think you guys probably need to reconnect a little bit. I guess so. the rain the rainforest cafe is out because there's all that because uh, there's the floor show. Yeah, well, yeah, and the howler monkeys, the robot howler monkeys <laughs> that go off every five minutes. That sounds horrific, whatever that is. But I would I would uh, on an off night, go on an off night, a place with good food that's quiet, uh, easy lighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But what about this? Here's another thing mm-hmm. that came up. No, that's the only answer. I, what I just <laughs> gave you. That's it. Really? There are no other options. Yeah, if we're, if your marriage might... is in peril. Bill, you gave me th- a couple marriage. of different marriage? Yeah. three choices. You gave me the dinner, the pink berry, and the gelato. Well, I just saw I saw like a, a disconnect in your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just like, right. okay, this man needs to reconnect with the woman in his life. I have a floating retina. Yeah, you need <laughs> you need a Wednesday or a Tuesday Right. Just go out, uh, you know. I wouldn't. Don't go to a movie because you'll both fall asleep. 
Right. I'm guessing from how tire, right. tiring, I guess, having a kid is because I don't have any kids. But uh, th- that's what I would do. I was thinking about buying tickets for us to go see Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. which I haven't gotten to see. And I feel like the thing about going to see a, a show like that is I, number one, I really like the idea of going to see a show like that that's good. But I really hate the idea mm-hmm. of going to see a bad version of a show like that. Sure. Like I You're getting the touring company. Yeah, I well I saw This Br- is the Sammy Hagar Van Halen. When, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I when I was in when I was in I don't know, when I was in high school, I guess, 14, mm-hmm. 15, I I was visited New York and I got I saw Bring in Denoise, Bring in Defunk with Savion Glover. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking unreal. It was fucking amazing. Like still one of the highlights of my life. And then just for some reason with school, a school group or something, maybe a year later, I saw the touring company without Savion Glover uh, at a weekday matinee student show. And it was fine, but it was not a great theatrical experience yeah. at all. The difference is I think of those touring companies, everybody's a little overweight and they all have hacking coughs. Yeah, but isn't that the premise of the Book of Mormon? <laughs> yes. I think that's the idea. No, they're, they're, no, come on. They're not overweight. They're just no, not the guy you're sure. used to. That's yeah. all it is. I, I – um, I, so I've been thinking about that because I feel like the it's a slope downward. Mm-hmm. Like this is the second best production. The best production of the Book of Mormon I could see is the probably the first production on Broadway, the one that everyone loved with Josh Gad and all that stuff. The second best production maybe is the L.A. production. You know what I mean? We're here in Los Angeles. This is it's the, a one-man show starring John Cryer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's Judd Hirsch sure. <laughs> in the Book of Mormon. <laughs> Judd Hirsch and Ed Asner's just change, star. Just change, change his cardigans. And I uh, – so I think it's probably a good production. But uh, – This is the one I auditioned for and got turned down for. Remember? Yeah, the one that they demanded. So if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're turning down me, I mean they're obviously getting a pretty A-list piece of talent. It's probably Denzel. I mean I haven't seen the casting list, but it's got to be Denzel. Yeah, usually right? when I don't get something, Denzel gets it. Right. Well, it's, it's one of those things. Do you ever get tired of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have been in Training Day. I think I would have put a little bit of a different spin on it. it I wouldn't have said the N word so much. First of all, I would have got the it language. out of that hacky black cop white cop thing. You could have just been like one guy's a dick. Yeah, one guy's a little more understanding. Sure, and you could have saw more of a human element without the ugliness of slavery hanging in the background. Yeah, I mean that's, I that's yeah that's what I pitched. That's what I pitched when I was in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my problem with that movie is it reminded me of America's shameful past. <laughs> the Middle Passage is what the – ultimately, yeah. Training Day is about the Middle Passage. If you want to see a great movie, which I can't – of course, I never remember the things, but uh, Don Cheadle was in it. If you're uh, – anybody out there near a computer can look it up. Don Cheadle did a movie with this famous Irish actor. Oh, The Guard. The Guard. The Guard's was, a terrific was movie. Unbelievable. The, it was great because the guard a lot. it was white cop, black cop, but this time – the black cop was going into a neighborhood he didn't understand, and he didn't get the slang. He was going to some hardcore neighborhoods in, in Ireland, and it was – and uh, and then they avoided any sort of uh, – I always feel like the black cop, white cop movie always has to have the apology from the white side where you got to make the white guy sort of a moron in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, just doesn't understand everything from having a good time, right. how to relax, right. to how not to uh, accidentally offend people around them. Like it just – every right. character is always like – no, he's never understanding, right? So this one, what I liked was both white and black people could go see this movie and 
and you'll uh, hopefully you'll you'll like you'll like both characters, and neither one is uh, compromised or uh, cartoonish. Plus, it's say. it's set in Ireland, so you don't have to worry about the legacy of slavery. <laughs> Not <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I've traveled Some over there. Slavery. But I've traveled over there, and sometimes you think you guys weren't involved, then you find out they were a port that held them for a while. Like I believe, I think I was in the Netherlands. And I actually said, yeah, because you guys weren't involved in slavery. And then they all were like, no, 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 no. And I thought they were going like, no, 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 no. But they were being sarcastic. Like, no, 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 no. What knows? And they thought I knew. Well, not since the 70s. (laughs) They thought I knew. And it wasn't until afterwards the other comic picked up on it. It It's like, you didn't realize. And I was like, no, I didn't. Two things happened to me. Like one time I was in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. And I went on stage and I said, what's up, Switzerland? (laughs) <laughs> I, said, I, I said, it's great to be in Switzerland, and they all laughed, and by them laughing, I realized I said it wrong, and then I just <laughs> played play it, it off. Played it off, off. Yeah. totally yeah, played it off. that's my famous Switzerlander Sweden yeah. bit. It wasn't this trip. It was the trip before where I was I was <laughs> still uh, really, uh, you know, green as far as traveling. So well, you You're know. pretty uncomfortable around big groups of white people. May, oh, yeah. The whiter, yeah, yeah. I can understand. Well, you need to learn a lesson about having fun. I need to loosen um, up. Loosening up. Yep. Sure. They yeah. need them can to I teach me how to dance. Can, can yeah, I recommend no rhythm. something? <laughs> I, know, I know that you, you, you think you go to church every Sunday. But if you go to one of these white people churches on mm-hmm. Sunday, you will really know what it is to— You'll know what real church is. Yeah, to praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> to praise him. You'll know what it's like to soulfully clap on the downbeat. Mm-hmm. Or on all four beats. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah. The classic one, the two, polka, three, four. The polka clap, yes. $300 or something it costs to go to see Book of Mormon. Wow, really? It's— it's mostly sold out. I guess it was only 150 or something before scalpers got a hold of tickets. Yeah. I mean – The cheapest ticket I could find to go to see Book of Mormon the weekend that my in-laws are in town when they can babysit my baby was $175 a ticket. I mean, I mean I know you guys can only leave the house for three hours, but maybe just extend that a little bit. Spend all day waiting for rush tickets. Get sleeping bags. <laughs> Lay out there on Hollywood Boulevard by the Rainbow Room. You know what? Maybe we should just – maybe Teresa and I, my wife Teresa and I, should just do a production of Rent. Yeah. Not like a full production but like uh, like an in-concert like type of. thing. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? The band's on stage with you. Yeah, we They're just – Dude, is that, that is a musical literally about – it can't just be about a guy catching the HIV virus and dying. It can't be that. It's about, they, nine, it's, about, it's about nine different guys catching the HIV virus. But is it a? It has to be. There has to be some ray of light in the damn show. Yeah, I mean, there I has think it's to about. Be. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's about creating a nine hundred twenty-five thousand three hundred guys with AIDS. <laughs> how do you measure how many guys Man, have AIDS? I was in theater school when uh, you Red guys weren't came smiling. Out, so. I would have thought that that was an actual song. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, I was such a what beautiful the, why, singer. Why is why is uh, Broadway like that? It's either absolutely ridiculous, like cats, happiness, or mm. it's just like you know we weren't accepted and now we're all going to die. Sure. Or am I just generalizing? It's. I mean, well, I think Broadway's both. about it's about big emotions. It's about you know it's it's, it's, it's singing brassy. it's singing to convey an emotion, and that's you know I think that works. I best thought it with was one singular tragedy. emotion. Yeah, every every little step it takes. See that? I, uh-huh. I got some Broadway references. Yeah. <laughs> every little step you take. I you know what I do like? I like that they have live music. Li- a live sure. band playing. An orchestra. So yeah. I, I do like it's nice. or, it's a or warm, an orchestra. Some warm sound. 
Yeah. If I had more it. vocabulary, yeah, an orchestra. <laughs> well, sometimes there's a live band. Sometimes it's Smash Mouth, depending on what show you're You saying. guys really don't know about the little microphone. It sort of goes around your ear. I'm aware of the right wig mic. Oh, around your okay. ear is different. You but said you, of, you point it up to the top of your forehead but it depends because they, they hide it in your wig, so it depends what kind of wig you have. What if you have a full it's head It's not of the hair. kind that comes and sticks out down your face. It Well, it, it hey, if you got a gorgeous head of hair, I say just hide it in there, buddy. Yeah, like what and if, let what the, if you and tease it out? Back? You know, if I had if I had the kind of if I had the kind of head of hair you're talking about, I'd have a six, if you had a, if you had a Tim have, Robbins style head of hair, I'd it'd be six feet long and six feet tall, gentlemen. Mm. Exactly, and dude, I you could put a sure SM58 in there. You could put that one of your beards, dude. If you don't trim that thing soon, I one said, of your beards in one side of your beard, That's one piece of beard, one piece of beard, one segment of beard. Yeah, so. It's it's settled. <laughs> I don't think he likes the comments about the beard. <laughs> it's settled then, July. It's a new it's a new beard. So I think I, like I think you're still Thank you're you still bet. kind of adjusting to beard life, right? Yeah, I haven't decided at what point I'm going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people people probably comment on it a lot, right? Yeah, they do. It's uh, it, it's I mean, fine. I, this is how I feel after I got my penis enlargement. It's all anyone <laughs> right. can talk about, <laughs> right? Sure. Well, I mean, to be fair, after you got your penis enlarged. You rarely wore anything from the waist down. But just like, just just give me a little nod to acknowledge it. It doesn't have to be the topic of every, it doesn't have to be the topic of every conversation. Right. I mean, to, you, you, to be fair. I feel like I was becoming my penis enlargement. Like I was just a character defined by my giant surgically enhanced penis. I said. You're being too hard on that yourself. That you never <laughs> wore anything from the waist down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you wore those Barefoot running shoes. Yeah. And I know that you wanted to talk about those, and I feel that's like true. that's what you this is about. You know what's weird about those things? Those things quite haven't caught on, but they're not going away. They're just that's holding. True. They are, yeah, they're, they're teetering on the edge. Of... They're holding steady. Yeah. I feel the same way about Razor scooters. Why are there still <laughs> Razor scooters? Razor scooters are really hanging in there. I feel like the, the, something about those toe shoes is that you know, you kind of know the kind of guy who would wear those. Yeah. But every once in a while, you'll see it on a different kind of guy, and that's what's disturbing. It's like, oh, God, a bro has them. Ah! You know, it's not yeah, just it's like a hold. fitness nerd They're or supposed something. to be great. Yeah. Uh, uh, from... I'm actually hired by the corporation to just say positive stuff out loud. Near really? Other human beings. On, yeah. On, yeah. As in guest yeah, I walk around podcasts. Times Square with them on just going, wow, these are amazing. You know, my talking, talking to healthy. beautiful women who sure. are hired to talk to me. We just <laughs> we just had Joe Montana on our show and he kept bringing up Skechers shape ups. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's the same thing. Yeah. It was you amazing. Know? You yeah. should see his calves. Burn an extra three Yeah, I went, I went clam time. digging with him, man. He, he looked amazing. <laughs> Never would have known he played football. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Cameron Esposito, and each week I'm joined by my fellow podcasters, Rhea Butcher. That's me. And Ricky Carmona. I am Ricky Carmona. We talk about action and sci-fi movies on a little show called Wham Bam Pow. You can find it on MaximumFun.org. It's amazing. Super fun. True that. Reviews, news, and stuff you can use.
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Bill Burf. Stuck in between them. Bill, it's a pl- it's such a joy to have you on the program. Thank you so much for coming hey, on our show. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we're doing the show bench style now. <laughs> doing it <laughs> facing are. the same direction on a bench. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those new I think uh, picnic better. table yeah. restaurants that we're doing the show recording the show at. Right, yeah, exactly. Family style. Everyone has to sit at the same fu- Ah god, I hate that. Don't make me sit at the same table <laughs> with people I don't know. I don't want to go into a restaurant where it's one long table and I have to sit with people. It's fun. It's social. Yeah. That looks good. Where are you from? Do you say that? To, you don't say that to people. Why does that bring you back to the cafeteria days where you feel like you don't have anybody to sit with? What if you go in there by yourself? Yeah. By Can the you time sit at the cool table? Do I you was, have to sit at the married table? I was broken by the cafeteria days, so it's hard for me to judge. What's the worst thing that happened to your high school cafeteria? Man. Well, my high school, I went to an arts high school. And so the there wasn't really a cafeteria. There was uh, a place where school. the food came out of. Did you guys know, start singing in the middle of it and jumping yes. up on the table? People would be <laughs> saying, yes, I didn't. I was not doing those things. But, yes, that was a thing that was happening at my high school. Not a joke. Totally sincerely. Wow. Yeah, that shit was going down at my high school regularly. I had the classic upperclassman came over and, and told me I had to take his tray up. What? Uh, yeah. Like he was done with his food and you had to yeah, bust it Yeah, but he wasn't him? that big, but the kid he was with was big. Huh. So you just had this big guy kind of – I, I had a guy who was a little bit bigger than me him. telling me to take his, take his tray up with a, a guy a lot – not a lot bigger, but big enough. Yeah. Were you he, a freshman he, or a sophomore? What was – I was a sophomore. How, you were already running back on the football team, right? No. <laughs> no, I, I think my voice had barely changed. How how dirty was this tray? Are you having to like balance stuff? Or I didn't do it. I just okay. said no. I was just like, all right, I'm in in school. How deep? So were how you? how long can this ass kicking? I mean, is a teacher like you know? There's always a teacher within I don't know at least mm-hmm. thirty yards away. So you just do the like my little brother used to do when he tried to get me in trouble with my parents. If I'd slug him a couple of times, he 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 just go ow. Quit it! He just make like a lot of noise. And I just would have done that. So I just said no. I'm not doing it. And then he and then he caved. It's the first time I ever bluffed anybody. The other dude caved. And he goes, "Come on, man! I'm asking you to do it as a friend." Like <laughs> he switched it up. He changed he it tactics. Up. And I was like, "I don't he know." Tried to emotionally yeah. blackmail you. Yeah. And then it worked out. And then I and it was weird. I wasn't scared when it happened, but the second it was over, I was worried for the rest of the day that he was going to beat the shit out of me. Oh, for the tray thing. Yeah. Then, then you got back to the letter, and you found the. You, then you got back to your locker. You found the letter he wrote for you. It was really kind of heartfelt that he left right. I before found that he was the... just as, as attracted to me as I was to him. And do that you, was my first. Do gay you experience. like bussing my tray? Check yes, no, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> The whole thing dumped glitter all over. Yes. How dirt were you? Did you have backup at your table though? You must have. You weren't sitting by yourself. This is sophomore year. You already had the bur. And we, the, no, we were all buds. No, we, we, we the were burr buds. All, yeah, we all the same jackets on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slick back hair. Yeah, they all had pictures of hornets embroidered on the back. <laughs> yeah, there it was. Um, nah, you know, it was what it was. I didn't always win. I remember one time there was some one of those guys just like he he. He was just a man child by eighth grade. I mean, he looked like an ape, but he he stopped growing. And by the time I was like a sophomore in high school, I was actually taller than him. But when I was in sixth grade and he was in eighth grade, like this dude looked like a fullback. Like he like he was probably like five, six, which was gigantic for an eighth grader. And he was filled out. 
I think he had, he went all the way through puberty. Like he was done. And I remember I walked by him and I had my stupid orange. Just my hair was like mostly only orange at that age. And I walked by and there was he was talking to these pretty girls. And as I walked by, he grabbed the back of my head and just like didn't grab it, but just mushed his hand in my hair and just went fire like that. <laughs> and, there, and there was nothing I could do about it. And I fantasized about I, uh, murdering all the way, beating the shit out of murdering just all this shit to that kid probably for about a good 17 years. Maybe my early 30s, I finally let go of that. <laughs> it's so funny because in the spectrum of bullying, that is so low. Like that is, like, that is almost friendly, you know? It's weird the things we – I mean I remember the Oh, thing- I had other ones like literally physical ones just yeah, getting yeah. – uh, yeah, Getting I'd... the shit kicked out of you on the bus. That was always fun. <laughs> I, a... I remember this dude just started punching me. He was trying to explain this punch that he loved to do to people. He was using me as this an example. Had... <laughs> this guy was such a bully that he had methods of punches. He like, liked he punching had... in the side of the head and then catching like the top of your ear. You were essentially it. like the guy in a women's self-defense <clears throat> class only without the suit. <laughs> I just remember all I was saying was he'd hit me and I'd go, I just kept saying that didn't hurt. Uh... <laughs> and it totally did. Every time it fucking hurt. I like, <laughs> I like the idea of I haven't even thought of this. I hadn't like, thought of that in like 30 years. Yeah. It's hilarious. I, uh, I had a friend named Max who went to my high school, but he transferred from out of the district, which was a thing you could do because it was an arts high school. And uh, he was – he is now a doctor. He's six foot two inches tall. He's about to get married to a beautiful Italian woman in Italy. But – is he, he mobbed up? Absolutely. A hundred percent mobbed up. Mob like do- he's guy. a mob doctor. Yeah, he's a mob yeah. doctor. He takes out the – yeah, he's, sure. He's yeah, he did not go to medical slugs. school. He has a year of veterinary school. That's right. <laughs> he, he did go to medical school, but he was a guy who worked at a tomato stand. <laughs> yeah. He worked at the medical school. Yeah. He uh, – tomato is very popular on medical school campuses, oh, yeah. by the way. I mean, you, you know <laughs> – Long, long day. A lot of bad vaudeville performances. Sure. You just grab. Well, yeah. It's a good grab and go food, you know. So here's the thing. So my buddy Max is a great guy. But when we were in high school, before our senior year of high school, he couldn't have been taller than five, one, five foot tall. Uh And he also until our senior year of high school, he had long hair. And when I say long hair, I mean he had like waist length hair. Crystal he, Gale. He was – yes, exactly. He was like a – you know, he was like a skateboarder, surfer guy he from was Marin County. For he was asking for it. So they beat him with his own board. So not Ooh. at – so at our high school, people didn't really get beat up. It was an arts high school. You know, it just wasn't a thing. Um, and – but at, at the regular high school that he went to, I would just hear these stories from him that he would just get beat up in between every class. Just in between every class, somebody would hurt him. And one and one time he had a substitute teacher in his class. And this is – I think he told me eighth grade and uh, sub, sub in the class and he says the substitute's a math problem or something. says, can anyone do this? And uh, Max raises his hand. He says, OK, come on up. And Max is doing a math problem on the board. You know, Max is bright. He's a doctor now. He's doing a math problem on the board. He says, she's doing a great job up there, the substitute teacher says. And Max turns around and says, he? And uh, starts doing the problem again. And the substitute teacher says, she is doing a good job on the board there. And uh, Max says, he? And the teacher says, 
you know what? I'm not going to take any more of this from you. Go to the principal's office and send him to the principal's office because he oh so God. looked like a girl that the principal, wow. that, that the substitute teacher would not accept from him that he was a boy. Maybe she was just the substitute was trying to teach you guys a lesson that gender is fluid. Yeah, that's a good point. Did it he was get probably not a binary, guys. Yeah. Did he get beat up on the way to the typical principal's office? Typical cisgender <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. He yes he did and then he got beat up on the way to the office <laughs> and then by the principal. But he grew at our senior like in between when we finished junior year ish and the end of high school he became six foot tall. He grew a foot in eighteen months. It was crazy. <laughs> it was him mad screaming in his bedroom. <laughs> yes. He's growing. He's just kind of every and night his he hair goes... becomes above his ears because his head gets so big. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him just every night going to sleep like enclosing an egg around himself and then in the morning he just bursts forth from it covered in a purple goo. You guys are big sci-fi fans, I can tell. No, sir. How about Mork? <laughs> we both one love Mork. We one both love Mork. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm I'm a Mindy man. <laughs> yeah, when you guys start riffing, like my lack of a science background, you said you said binary, and I was just done. You also said super ego. I just sit there. I literally feel like I'm back in school, yeah, going yeah. like, "Don't call on me. Don't call on me." How many more minutes are left in this class? Those are all like those. Those all come from like touchy feely liberal arts college. Those are those are what those words are yeah. from. Those yeah, are my... these aren't these aren't these, this is sci-fi aren't stuff. Middle this Earth. is American studies and literature major type shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. It's impressive. Don't Thank worry. Thank you. That's really nice of you, Bill. Anyway, uh, so there's a new super collider. Yeah, sure. I'm afraid it'll cause <laughs> What type? Hadron? The other kind. <laughs> this is mental I bullying cannot, what yeah. you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wait until we take a break. <laughs> I will tell you that what I, I did today. My my little science thing today. I I, I am uh, I have an old truck that I, I bought, so I I don't want to be that guy who has the old car and doesn't know how it works. So right. I've, you know, sure. I've, do, I've done a few things on it, and uh, some people have shown me some stuff. And uh, what are we talking about? Changing the you started by changing the oil? No, come on, give me a little bit of credit. Jesus, I don't Christ. know how to change the oil in my fucking car. Well, I mean, it's I mean that's literally just you're just unscrewing a plug and let right. the oil drain out and right. you take so a filter off. So you did something off. kind of advanced. You put new wipers on it, <laughs> some real gearhead wipers, stuff. Wipers, wipers are a bitch. But no, uh, uh, converted the front. Uh, the guy, this guy, Chris, Christopher Titus, showed me how. Sure. To, he basically told me what to do. But we converted hmm. him from drums to discs. So uh, oh. I was watching just how this this whole thing on the uh, the differential. I'm trying to get my psych myself up because you're supposed to change the oil back there every. Thirty thousand to fifty thousand miles. I guess it smells like ass, and uh, I'm up for it. I wanted. I wanted. Uh, You're ready. To but do whatever. This thing? I, I I never knew. Like I used to think that whole piece underneath that. I thought that was all the axle. I didn't know that the axle was in there, and it's in two different long pieces. I thought it was one long rod. If you're looking for a real challenge, throw in a six disc CD changer. Yeah, no, that's ride. my that's recommendation. Elect- that's electronics. I can't do. Okay, that. sure. Yeah, I've, in- I've installed a couple aftermarket car stereos. <laughs> that's about Dude, all electri- I got. Electro- anything electrical to me is magic. Like I don't even get how it works. <laughs> you're like you're like a you're like a matron in 1910. I don't like an elderly woman. No, just who- the whole the black ones always live. The white ones the ground or something. It's like it's like the end of the action movie. Why the do, clock's why, ticking down? Why when I put a chunk of lead in my Blu-ray player does it turn into gold? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even get that. <laughs> I don't either. Let what am I talking about? It's magical. Yeah. It's magical. It's al- well, it's alchemy. It's a hybrid of it's magic al- and chemical. science. chemical. Yeah, that's a good point. Jordan, what have you been up to lately? Well. Killing bankers. 
Yeah. That's why five have died in the last month. Sorry, guys. Are you accusing him of being a Spanish anarchist? <laughs> no. He, 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 he's, he's, I'm hoping that it's a uh, it's um, uh, a vigilante. Is this a real thing? Bankers are dying? Yeah, like four or five have committed suicide. I didn't know High about level. that. I work for National Public Radio. High level, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe somebody just keeps posting it on the internet like it's happening. And I, I, don't, I just. Do you think it's because they're secretly lizard people? Run. No, I don't Do believe it's in because any of that. they bought an old truck, but somebody was like, "You can't even fucking switch from you guys, drum brakes you guys, to disc stop brakes. mocking me." No, I feel like uh, I don't know what it's from. I hope it's the stress of the job or a bad woman. I hope it's not. I hope it's not like they've discovered what's really going on and now they need to be eliminated. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not that. Bill, what kind of what kind of truck did you get? Uh, 68 F100. Oh, that's fun. Short bed, uh, three on the tree, shifts on the column. It's badass. Oh, that's really fun. Badass. Chrome pipes out the best. Back that's a it cool color. That's a, Now, is it is it going to be like a uh, is it going to be like a sm- smooth, uh, pretty type situation, or is it going to be like a denty, junky type situation? No, both it's of, it's nice, both but of which I use would be it. Kind of cool. It, no, no, it's nice, but I use it. I, I it's a truck. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, if I buy something that requires a truck. I will use my truck. I'm not one like of those a guys chair. Where, like don't like you know don't you know don't put any scratches in the bed. I don't want to do that because I can always get it painted again. My big thing is you're, you've got to, to, you look, to make. You're not worried about money. You can you can get as many fucking paint jobs as you need to. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you scratch your bed, yeah. you can just get it repainted. It's not yeah, a big they, deal. They always have you're those a 99. successful man, Bill. You're just Burr. down to help. Some I, you know what? Move. I'm actually going to learn to take compliment. I am successful. I'm a 22 year overnight success. Yeah. <laughs> I am, goddammit. You, you can know, paint that bed. I, you know what? I can do it myself. What color are we looking at? Blue? Huh? No. No? It's Black? Well, listen. Purple. I'll tell you what. I'll show it to you. No, I don't want... There's not many of them out there. I don't need people going, is that him? Is that him? And I get heckled enough on stage. I don't need it when I'm pretending like I'm worthy of driving this vehicle. There it is. Just don't say what color it is, but there it is. Come on, man. Look at that. That's some dazed and confused oh, shit That's right a there. very handsome vehicle, Bill. You're gonna look very cool you know driving what? around in that car. That is the worst car. thing anybody's. Ever. That's almost an insult. That's a very that's a handsome. Cool t- you know what? That's, that's, a, that's very look? smart I'm, looking. I'm, I'm, I think I could that's probably. I could probably looking. give you a better compliment on this thing. I've, uh, I Jesse, smell a setup. Yeah. This is darling. This is <laughs> there. It was darling. Oh, you, you it's got me. Precious. We should mention. It's I'm not. I, it's. I know that you said not to say what color it is, but. If I say it's the same color as a lilac. I mean, Aztec warrior holding a nude woman isn't really a color. <laughs> yeah, Lama Lynch is an interesting choice, but I appreciate it. From I like you, lilac. Bill. When I take a uh, Epsom salt bath, as really? I tend Throw to a do lilac in there. I yeah. like the Gotta lilac. The... Well, my wife likes it, and I went and I, you know, I don't know what the regular ones like, but uh, the lilac's very nice. I recommend it. Excellent. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jordan, I cut you off when you were about to say what was up with you, what was going on with you. I really wanted to know more no, about he's, he's I wanted doing to know the more Joey about Kramer story. I wanted, I wanted to know more about Bill Burr's truck. No, it, it was a great truck. It's a really cool truck. It's a truck. very nice truck. I wish I had a cool truck. I used cool. to have a cool truck. It I'm was sensing great. tension between the two of you. Does no. he never let you? Does he always ask you each week, like, what's going on with you? And then he goes to the yeah, guest. And then he talks about Bill Burr's truck. Yeah. It's convenient that you're here. It makes a little more sense. That's why I'm this here. Week. I used to have an El Camino, Bill. It was really cool when I had it. And I, I sold it. I don't have it anymore. El Camino's a shady car, man. I'm a shady man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like, know what the fuck I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah. That's like, uh, you I'll get you. You know, yeah. there's always driving you those had to, Especially if you're one of those fucking bankers. Bank, yeah, right. <laughs> no, not bankers. I mean, like, oh, those fucking bankers. 
You should read up on it, dude. You know how I'm getting the You bankers? ought to read up on You know something? I, I am a fucking moron, but through conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. I have made very wise investments. Really? Because I, I mean, I don't think the moon's made out of cheese. I don't think 9-11 was an inside job. But, but you I, made a lot I, of money in the I, cheese business. But I think, I think that banking, I just think it's, it's a Ponzi scheme. I don't think the money's there. I think they keep taking it out. There's some pe- people at the top just keep getting paid. I don't think that they're all conspiring. I just think it's it's a part. Uh, it's the flaw of humanity. It's just greed. And, and you're getting, they, and you're and getting rich off this? Much. Yes. You've made the right moves. I've that's made, why no, you're, I've, I've that's made, why you're a part-time no, no, banker today. I, I have made – I have made – I will plow right through your jokes. Right. I have <laughs> made um, – uh, I've lessened the fuck over. It's, that's the best you can do. You can't – Unless you have illegal information, really fucking kill it. But you can you can take a couple feet of dick out of your ass mm-hmm. if you pay attention. Like two, three. Well, look, I, the, I just started. Like I did all the dumb. Oh, you gotta you gotta invest your money, right? And immediately you make money and you give it to somebody else. Stupid move. Right. And then you put it in the stock market. Another stupid move. Right. Another stupid move. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I'm only going to invest in things that are tangible. So I invested in like, you know, uh, uh, like company Ricky, like com- Ricky Henderson companies that that dig for gold or agriculture. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that. that so then, so then I'm sitting there like going like, you mean, all right, you, you pro- prospectors, you cut a check <laughs> to a prospector. Yeah, well, that, 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 a grizzly old prospector. No, up no, no, a major company, day. a major company. Yeah, a major a company, gr- a conglomerate yeah. of yeah. grizzly. Amalgamated prospector. Hey, with binary whatever. Anything to just get you guys to listen to the end of this. All right? But in the end of the day, I'm just sitting there going, i got to wait till he's done. At the end of the day, I don't have any gold. I don't have any of that agriculture. I just have these shares in it. So I finally just decided, fuck this. If you're going to have gold, you buy it. If you're going to have agriculture, you plant it and, and pay off your house. I can touch this. This thing won't go sure. away. You can fuck with the price of it. I mean, that's you can exactly. Fu- you can you can make my house only worth a quarter, but if I don't leave, <laughs> I don't get wet when it rains. And that's and I'm telling you, that is the best you can do, unless your last name is like Rockefeller, Bush, or one of the. If you're blue blood, if you're Kennedy, if you're in the game, I don't know. I think I'll just invest all my money in guy. Vine. I think yeah. that's going places. Just put it in well, Vine. Six it's, second it's, videos. Six second videos. It's just a really short video. It's great for hype. It's great for marketing. It's great for building buzz, personal branding. And then you sell it. Industry disruptions. All right. Then you sell your Vine, right? You sell your Vine company yeah. for $1.2 billion. Then what do you do? Where do you put that money? Probably prospectors. Short, right. Shorter videos. Shorter videos. See a that? company that makes shorter. They never taught you. Yeah. And you're trying to hide behind your humor because <laughs> you feel no, ignorant right now. I've talked you into a corner. I mean, I think it helps. And I'm you not letting you out. Stop bullying us. I'm not letting you out. You're bullying you're, us. Both of you guys. You're financially look at you guys. You, you guys. You guys are Teacher! both. You're both a couple <laughs> of eggheads. You read. You're way smarter than I am, and you don't know shit about money. Look at you. Look at you. That's true. I mean, I don't I, think it's true that number one. I don't read very much. <laughs> number two, Dude, your shirt reeks of like voracious reading. I don't think I, <laughs> you are a voracious it's, reader. I don't think we're smarter it's, than you. Jesse's shirt just says "Eudora think... Welty" on it. Is that the right word? Voracious doesn't that mean I eat a lot? I it means you eat books. You eat books. What is, what is the proper word? I think you're, you're trying to pretend it. not to be smart, and I don't know what the I don't know what the long game here is. What is that? Who's pretending not to be smart? You are. No, dude. I have the high school transcript <laughs> that will back up all of my claims. Eh, different thing. I have a I have a high school transcript that'll back up that claim too. 
You want to look at my high school transcript? I was a very poor student in high school. Yeah, but you went to art school. You tapped out. Yeah, that's true. You tapped out. He tapped. Actually... He tap danced. That's how he got out. <laughs> yeah. He, no, I have. His final was tapping. His tap through. dancing. No, if you like joking around, or if you want to know how many yards you know somebody gained in the seventies, I right. can retain that information. I don't know why. I remember that D. D. Lewis was named after two generals. Dwight David Eisenhower and like I think I don't know some I don't know I forget the other one but I, what... I just I remember those football cards like it was yesterday but I can't remember the restaurant I ate at <laughs> two days ago. Bill, I have you are describing. Please call me William. Literally, <laughs> Doctor Burr, I you have a PhD in education, am I correct? I have an honorary doctorate from. Uh-huh. Uh, Pueblo Community College. I, I didn't know they were issuing doctorates. <laughs> yes, they did. It's an honorary two-year doctorate. Yeah, I have it, a doctorate in TV VCR Clint, repair. Clint Howard turned him down to speak at the graduation, so I was next in line. My my areas of expertise are joking around and baseball players featured in the set 1989 mm. tops. That's what I know about. So there you go. Jose Uribe is what I know about. So why do you dress like you're smart then? This is a whole misdirection. <laughs> I dress <laughs> like I'm a moron. I, I feel completely duped by you. You're on NPR? Yeah, well, what how do you think deal? I got it on is, NPR? It is hard you gotta for Bill. You got to put on the fit. You got to have that voracious reader shirt on. What is the proper t- way to use the word voracious? That's no, eating, you're absolutely right? correct. That's you, were ab- you, were, you, were right, you were right in there. See I that? think you should get your own show on NPR. All things considered. <laughs> My wife listens to this station. <laughs> All things considered. That's good. <laughs> is it, is that it's a, a good new, Robert Siegel. It's a All of... things considered. Jim, where does it come from, all things considered? <laughs> That's what I just sit there and she listens. To, my, my wife is the coolest nerd you're ever going to meet. She's you... the best and she's a total nerd and she absolutely loves NPR. Fireflies. Nature's yeah. nightlights. You've been on my Nature's NPR nightlights. program, Bill. <laughs> You've been the light of on the NPR with me. Considered. What's that? You've been on NPR with me. You yeah, and I you. were on NPR. Yeah. You know, things considered. So what? What does that mean? This, what is this? It's not. It's not a denture commercial. Square pillows changing the way we sleep. <laughs> Can we just do these? Yeah. Let's do, let's throw out some topics for his next <laughs> his next show. The gaslight. <laughs> Can New hugs w- solve the financial crisis? All things considered. <laughs> Obama's dog's collar. <laughs> What's its... <laughs> okay. It's well, tens- tensile I'm strength. shutting this down. Before I get fired, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, gang. Make Your Thing is a conference for independent creative people. What does that mean? Oh, you know, freelance writer. Blogger, independent musician, filmmaker, film editor, professional wrestler. We do have a professional wrestler who's going to speak at the conference. We even have a butcher who's going to speak at the conference. It's a place for people who make things on the internet especially to come together and share stories and ideas and make connections and do all of the things that boring, lame people do at boring, lame, regular business conferences but with awesome people who make stuff. Um, It's for – you know. People who do stuff on the side, people who aspire to do stuff full-time, people who do stuff full-time. It's going to be here in Los Angeles and besides all of those things, it is going to be super, super fun. 
but we've only got a couple weeks left to fund it. So please go to makeyourthing.la for the Kickstarter. That's makeyourthing.la and do it now. We've got tickets and lots of other cool stuff you can get. So please go to makeyourthing.la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Dr. William Burr from it's great. Pueblo, Colorado. Great to have you on the show, Doc. Jordan, what All have you been... considered. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I won't do it anymore. Go ahead. What have you been up to? What's going on in your week? Well... We, we went to San Francisco. We had a great sure. time. Thanks to everybody who came Absolutely. out to SF Sketch Fest. Tons of fun. What have you been doing since then? Uh, well, uh, I thought I would do the listener a favor... Right. Because I love the listener. Sure. Sometimes literally. Yes. Um, the physical act of love you're referring sure. to. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes I'll kiss the listener. Mm-hmm. We should mention we only have one listener. Yeah. And sometimes I'll kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Jim, looking forward to coffee tomorrow. <laughs> Get those smoochers ready. All things considered. <laughs> See, it's contagious. It's I fun. got it. I got you. Yeah, we got a catchphrase here. Uh, so we were talking about uh, last week. We were talking about uh, the kind of bizarre behavior that Shia LaBeouf has been displaying lately. LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Uh, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Peart. I think it's Shia Peart. <laughs> Neil Peart. To reference an off-mic joke that we were making earlier. Neil Peart. Um, so then I saw that part of part of the. One of the weird things he's he's doing is he is sitting in an art gallery on Beverly Boulevard uh, here in Los Angeles, right in the heart of Hollywood, and people can it is it's it's an art exhibit he's calling hashtag I'm sorry, and he is letting people go and sit across from him for an unspecified amount of time, however long you want to, uh, and just and just say and do anything you want to, I guess within the confines of the law in this little art gallery. Uh, is so, the, within the confines of the law, is that specified or is that just your assumption? That is my assumption. Why is he doing this? Uh, hard to say. Do you know the background of the, I, his misdeeds? I know misdeeds? He, 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 got, he got busted for allegedly lifting some, a movie. Uh, yeah, allegedly, but apparently it's basically a literal direct plagiarism of uh, a Dan Klaus comic, like including shots that were composed exactly the same way, exactly the same plot. Some so now some by him saying hashtag exactly I'm sorry, same. he's admitting. So it's this weird thing of, of did he go on Marin's podcast or something and he got to him? <laughs> Marin, Marin broke him down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of kind of he's kind of been pol- apologizing and also not apologizing. He's kind of like implying that the plagiarizing was the start of some sort of larger art project where he's commenting on what fame really is or something. Or the nature of art. The nature of art, the nature of fame. Uh, And yeah, so there's kind of this this idea that... And if anyone knows the nature of fame, it's me because of the high school I went to. (laughs) Sure. This is my gut feeling about this whole idea. Mm. Bad move. Yeah. So, so... We were talking about it on the show, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm 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 near this place. I'm within walking distance from this place. I should I should go and I should go and try it. And so so kind of the the thing of this is you I so I, I get there about an hour before it opens, and I'm waiting in line. I'm like the fifth guy in line. By fifth guy I'm in line, I mean I'm the only guy in line. There's like four 
25-year-old girls who were there. So nobody um, showed up. Uh, no, well, the line got very, very long. I just – I'm I guess the person who would be interested in seeing Shia LaBeouf in an art gallery, probably not an early riser. Gotcha. So what time of, the, what time of day are we talking about? Uh, I got I there at 10. Come on. If you're going to go see the star of Indiana Jones versus the nuclear bomb. Sure. Get get up. Wait a minute. Well, the I, thing I, I thought this was it. the guy who did the movie where the people were jumping under lawnmowers. No, uh, that's, uh, that's Mark Wahlberg. No, no, no. He was the star M. of that. M. Night Shyamalan. I'm like Shyamalan. No, so, no. That's a no. different man. Wait, Not so it's Night an Shyamalan. actor who directed the a movie. The guy who played Indiana Jones 2 in the new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, he's he's in the he's in the Transformers movies, and I guess he was a Disney Channel So he's star. an actor, and he, and yeah. he directed he a directed movie. He directed this short film. I'm sorry to everybody pulling no, no, their fucking okay. eyes out it's right fine. now. Okay, it's I got fine. it. All right, all right, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, I don't think... I don't we'll, think... we'll get back to NFL in the 1970s. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm sorry now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Johnny Unitas. That's about all I got. Re took the yep. game into the future. Sure. Great point. Thank you. And everybody, ooh, Peyton or Tom Brady, Johnny Unitas. Sorry, Thank you. go. Thank you. Right. Uh, so what you do – so it's me and these like four you know, 25-year-old girls in giant floppy hats who just loved him from the Disney Channel. Like they're not there because of – Art, or they're not there to from the Disney Channel. They're not they're they're not even from Indiana Jones, dick. Transformers, All things considered. <laughs> Put your dick in my mouth. All things considered. <laughs> um, so that's so, going to be my. Let's make that my new ringtone. Then the next time I go to Washington D.C. for a meeting at NPR headquarters, somebody call me, and it'll just be my phone going. Put your dick in my mouth. I'm All Robert, things considered. I'm Robert Siegel. <laughs> Put your dick in my mouth. Um, all, all things considered. So the premise of this thing is you go into you go into a, a room and there's a kind of lovely French woman standing in front of the table and she tells you to select an object. And there there's a there's this table with objects that somehow relate to Shia LaBeouf's uh, career. Like there's a Transformer doll, there's an Indiana Jones whip. There's a Dan Klaus. This is comic. real. This is real. This, this sounds is like totally the most real. pretentious. Well, here's the thing, and I guess it's a, I guess it's life. a copy of another famous performance art. Yeah, piece. I think I was sort of like a Maria Abramovich yes. piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's ripping her off again. This guy, he's, he's compulsive. Yeah, but I mean, I think now, <laughs> well, premise, I think now he has to, he has to have some sort of ripoff involved in whatever he does to justify that first ripoff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so there's this table and there's a transformer. There's a whip. There's a pair of pliers. That's the kind of most sinister thing that's on the table. I don't know if that's a reference. There's a bottle of Jack Daniels. Pulling teeth. Is that a movie he was in? No. It's just a thing you could do with pliers. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like if you got your hands on a banker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All things considered. Bankers. Do they come out of Satan's ass? My answer, yes. Um, So – so the uh, well, God, what else is there? Yeah, there's a Dan Klaus comic, but not the one he plagiarized. And so this this French woman tells you to select a thing. It's probably just Ghost World, right? It's That's not, the one everybody it's loves. Not, yeah, yeah, it's not Ghost World. Yeah, it's a picture of Thora Birch. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, she looks good in that. Oh, she looks great in that. She does. I remember. Um, and you go in and you sit across from Shia LaBeouf at a very tiny table, like a card table, um, and he is wearing a tuxedo. With a paper bag on his head that says, I'm not famous. The eye holes, uh, there's eye holes cut in it, and there's the bag is stained like he's been crying. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, bright red. Huh? Bright red? The bag? Yeah, like he's been crying. The bag is wet. With, yeah, it's red. Oh, oh. Like with tears. 
Oh, I forgot, Jesse, you've been having that stigmata lately. <laughs> you've had that bout of stigmata? Yeah. No, no, these are human tears. These aren't, uh, these aren't like a, a, a Christian, gotcha. uh, an, an empathetic Got, Christian I, wound. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, so here was my plan of action. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into this little room. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fart. I'm going <laughs> to leave. <laughs> it's not a bad plan. I had a huge iced coffee before I walked over. <laughs> sure. I didn't eat anything. I'm yeah. like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to rip the loudest fart in history, and then I'm just going to leave. Maybe I'll salute after I do it. Right. So I'm standing in line for this. And this is something you and I want to explain to the listener. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! How did you interrupt right there? He's about ready to fart in this guy's face with a paper bag over his head. It's called building tension, Bill. <laughs> you, you're a man who can drink a large coffee mm-hmm. on an empty stomach, and then just get to tootin'. Sure, it's within <laughs> it's within your control. Sure, I have a very I do Kegels, but for my sphincter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm like. As sting is to sex, I am to farts. Yeah, right. Tantric farts. Yeah. Tension um, built. What the fuck happened? So <laughs> I'm think I'm and as I'm in line for this thing, I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I'm doing here. Like next door in the art gallery, the art gallery next door, like Funny or Die is setting up this like parody shoot with oh somebody my God, else. This is like how my wife tells a story. <laughs> God's sake, we have it, a long time to fill. Um, how long is this fucking we're doing show? A whole podcast, Bill. So I'm thinking to myself, I can't – I don't know. Maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I don't want to do this fart thing. Maybe I want to like actually have an experience. Maybe I want to do – I'm going to do the best possible version of this thing. Like I'm going to go in and I'm going to actually – the most beautiful fart you get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually – I'm sorry. No, no, no. I don't even like farts. Uh, I just – They're fun. I love them. They're great. <laughs> I, I like burps more. So I, I'm so a I, burpman. So I get in there and I, I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to try and experience something right. that's not snarky. I'm not going to be the TMZ version of this because like, this is just right. made for TMZ to shit on. Like that, right. This even kind of seems like the point. Um, and you're going to rise above it. Yeah, I am. I'm going to be a, a, a patron of the arts. Yeah, you're going ex- to – you, yeah, you're going to – Enter the world of art. You're going to open your heart. Mm-hmm. To what something was the weather like that yourself? day? Oh boy! I mean, like 72. It was breezy. So I put on a sweatshirt when I came out, but I had to. Is tie there it a perfect degree? Do you feel <laughs> that makes you want to uh, release? Well, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, air right. within you. Um, 72 degrees within your wheelhouse. Right. Those are the. That's the folks. Thing. We're out of time. <laughs> um, so I sit down. Uh, and he's there, fucking bag on the head. I have the bottle of Jack Daniels. I got the bottle of Jack Daniels. And uh, the first thing that I said was like, uh, hey, so I, I do this podcast and we spent a pretty good chunk of time last week uh, making fun of you and, you know, talking about all the, your crazy behavior. And and we really talked a lot about it. And I'm afraid that it went from a place of comedy into a place where it got kind of mean and I, I, genu- I genuinely feel a little bit bad about it. Like I feel bad that like as a comedian I have the um, – you know, I have the ability to, to go to a place where something stops being funny and it starts being toxic. And I started talking about like all the things I've 
said on the show that I kind of like regret and when I heard about it hurting someone's feelings and uh, and you know it's just like I don't know you know obviously I, I want to be a comedian and I want to make people laugh but I don't want to be a bully and I don't know and then I ripped the, the world's loudest fart accidentally. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, I, I don't know what you're doing here. I genuinely don't know what your end game is with this. But I mean, best case scenario, you're trying to be a better person. You're trying to be a better artist and, you're, and a better human being. And uh, I guess probably not even him. Uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of pictures where people. I guess people can take off the bag. I guess that's something you can do in there. Uh, yeah, and then I just said... It's not I, illegal. No, totally not. Not illegal yet, I should say. <laughs> Obamacare. Yeah. Bankers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person, and, and I, I hope you are too. And I guess, I guess just from here, we'll just try and take a look at what we're doing and try and be the best possible us we can be. And I... Did you kiss him? I took a swig of the Jack Daniels, very watered down. I'm sure they're filling this thing back up with water. Mm-hmm. Either that or my tolerance is just so through the roof. A swig right. of Jack Daniels doesn't do anything. Maybe right. I'm a drunk. Uh, Maybe I, both. And I reached out and uh, we reached out my hand for a handshake and he shook my hand and we made a little eye contact through his bag and then I left. So you didn't fart? I didn't fart. The whole time? The whole time. Did you, so you do actually went in and apologized to him? Yeah, I did. I, I, at his apology gallery, I... I thought I would apologize for maybe being kind of a shithead. So you sort of turned the tables on him. Yeah. I like that. No, he didn't. He was in the two-minute offense. He threw a pick six to lose the game. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do you think I should have farted? I don't think you should have gone. Yeah, to do this I think it was a completely self-serving fucking thing to do, and it's a way of worm. For who? Who was serving themselves? Yeah. If he... Did what you guys say, which I don't know. Yeah. This guy is guilty. This is an unbelievably self-serving fucking thing to be doing. And then you going down as you're just like you going down there is just uh, you're, you're being sure. I'm you're, being you're enabling him. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'll tell you what. I, this is my my Please. feeling about the situation is I don't look. I'm I don't feel comfortable saying that I'm friends with Dan Klaus, mm-hmm. but he's been on my show a couple of times, and all of the times that he's been on my show. I have always been so impressed with what a lovely guy he mm-hmm. is. And like, you know, like I could send Dan Klaus an email and ask him a question about something or something. You know what I mean? And I was like, really? Fucking Dan Klaus? You're doing this to <laughs> Dan Klaus? Just a guy in Oakland who likes to hang out with his dog and draw comic books? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of all the people to jack some shit from, <laughs> you know, that was the part that I didn't like. Sure. Do a fucking weird art project. That's the thing. Like, do a weird art project. James Franco, I'm all for all of his weird nonsense. <laughs> I think it's fun. Any gay bar video he wants to make. You know what? Like, you're James Franco. You're, he's a, you know, he's a bright, interesting guy. He's a talented actor. He's a handsome man. Go do some weird shit. That sounds great. That's a great use of your yeah. fame as far as I'm concerned. This I'm not buying any of the shy any of shy any of it. Stuff. The whole perform. I'm not buying it just yeah. through hearing it from you guys. And I think the whole bag over the head and the tears coming down is so you'd go in and you'd feel sorry right. for him and you'd come on and tell this story and be like, you know, he's not that bad a guy, man. <laughs> um, whatever. Well, you know, here's what. Shit. Well, here's what I kind of got from it. Here's what I and I've been thinking about that too. Like worst case scenario, this is a fame starved, coked up, crazy person looking for attention. I don't best, think it's that. Best I, case scenario. Yeah. Best case scenario. This is a, you know, just kind of a weird guy who's been famous all his life and he's trying to 
be a genuinely creative person as opposed to a, you know, Disney Channel cipher or a, you know, Michael Bay, you know, CGI he probably got paid like a million dollars by Jack Daniels or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's all a viral Jack Daniels. If a, if a thousand people show up, he he gets he gets money. So it's between that spectrum somewhere, somewhere between fame starved, coked up shithead, and you know, real guy who kind of wants to make something of himself. I gotta but... look up this guy's picture. Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of you a name. You probably recognize him. How uh, the hell do you spell Shia LaBeouf? S H I A L E B O U F. You know what? This phone's going to know that that's what I'm trying to do. After a while, your phone figures out, like, sure. that you don't of, know who Shia LaBeouf no, is. No, what kind of dumb you are. And they can guess. <laughs> uh, he always thinks uh, SH is CH. <laughs> um, and so, it's, so it's one of these. It's one of these things. It's, and I'll, you know, we'll never know which one it is. But that doesn't mean it's not a binary. Sorry, sure. Bill. Okay. <laughs> it's not a binary, Jordan. Yeah, but it's like no he matter. He could just if he's the one, if he's the kind of person who wants to go down a path of self improvement, mm-hmm. wants to do something genuinely creative. He has tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. from his work in movies, which I do. I want to be clear. I totally don't begrudge. Not I mean, if he I've put never it in the seen bank. one of his. Yeah. I never seen. I've never seen one of his movies. <laughs> Um, or his television program, but he's he's got the money to do as he pleases. Mm-hmm. You know, go do George W. Bush. Just go home and paint some bathtub pics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are great. I I am all be, I am a hundred percent. Speaking of shit that I am all the way behind, I'm all the way behind George W. Bush's fucking painting career. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> I say fucking go for it, George W. Bush. What a lovely thing to do with your retirement. Because what the fuck are you supposed to do? Bill Clinton's trying to be land. more famous and powerful than we, than he was when he was the president of the yeah. United States. No, he's I don't think up that's land. necessarily a good look. He's buying up land in South America that's on an aquifer. That <laughs> <laughs> sits on an aquifer. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, the population is just – sorry. What is going on with my phone? Oh, I guess, so I guess the thing I was trying to say is that, that, that you know, you'll never know why or what motives, you know, drove this guy. But – Dude, you know how empty is your fucking life that you went down there for that? I really got to answer. <laughs> it's this. a little empty. Okay, you're a good looking guy. It's a little you know, empty. you got your. Whole I'm not life. not working right now, Bill. Not working right now. Uh, you got a lot of day work though. I have some day work. Yeah. I got to be honest you, with you. you I go down to the Home Depot man. and pick something up. Yeah, I have never seen. You know, this he's guy. kind of one of these people. Like if you if you haven't seen these couple of things, he's not like a guy who pops up places. God damn it, he's a good-looking guy. There's no reason to steal when you look like that. What's wrong with yeah, this guy? Right? <laughs> this man should not have a paper bag over his head. You got women lining up to blow you in an art gallery. Does it say, I I, I'm not famous anymore? Uh, I, I Something think so. he did Something said, like I'm not yeah, famous yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Um, But yeah, my, my thing that I kind of got from it was that, like, even if somebody creates something with shitty motives... Uh, doesn't mean you can't get something from it. Doesn't mean you can't have a moment with it. Like it doesn't, you know. Even if somebody created something in the most cynical, gross way. Hey, even possible. if somebody goes in and robs a bank, you know, the, the security guard finally gets to fire his pistol. You there you I mean? go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's great. <laughs> That's fucking life insight from Mr. Bill yeah, Burr. There you go. That that bullet was created for a reason. Dude, Did you, I, you got you got to work on that part of your personality because <laughs> psychos gravitate. Towards people like you, they need someone as forgiving <laughs> as someone like you. I'm serious. I'm not even joking. You ever notice like some of the biggest asshole, fucking just all about me kind of guys have yeah. the most forgiving, loving, giving woman that they can. That's how dumb I am. I can only come up with two, so I just say the first one again. <laughs> uh, a woman. They always end up with that. 
Always end up with that because Listen, no other woman will, will put up with their shit. That's why my wife is so great. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, honey. <laughs> if you're suggesting that I've been involved in some unhealthy parasitic relationships. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Did you feel like you grew, <laughs> did you feel like you grew from the experience, Jordan? I don't know. I feel like I, kind, like I kind of got something from it. I had a little chance to think about. A, like a chub. I got a half chub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a nice semi. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got to I got to finally work the tube yeah. that was placed in my penis by a doctor. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of did. I kind of was surprised that I got to have a moment of sincerity in this thing that, on its face, is pretty dumb. Anyway, did it make you? It's wanna... like uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's it's like crying during one of the direct DVD Death Race sequels. Is that happening? Which I have. Which one? Three. Not two though. Nah. Two didn't do it for you. Two's a little. Two's pretty creatively bankrupt. But three, they bring but it three, back. Three, yeah, they really, they really. It's a tough, tough thing to do to recover from a sequel that stinks. I heard they did the same they thing in the great. in the Little Mermaid movies. I just heard that on International Waters. There you go. We'll be back what, in what, just a second. What are some of the best one three movies? Let's talk about that when we get back. Ones and threes, where, where the number two stunk. <laughs> where number two was a number two. Oh, it's a shit joke, everybody. All things considered. Yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Bill Burr, the biggest Shia LaBeouf fan. <laughs> really? Since the apology. I really? actually wrote him a song. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah? It's okay you stole. That's it. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it's just sort of like, uh, you, you got to see the bow. Like the people at home couldn't see the bow. Like, just right. as, a big, as a big rent fan, can I just give you a note? It's a can he get AIDS? Um, that song? I feel like AIDS has been done. Okay. Right. You know, have you seen lose weight and get an, an award? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I would actually go. You know what? You know what musical is waiting to be made? Is what about remember Ebola? Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Everybody running with blood coming from all their orifices. You run sure. out to the jungle and you let it burn it out. The great thing about Ebola is it was in medicine. If it comes on quick, it goes away quick. So when you have something like that monster yeah. coming, you just run into the fucking woods and you hope you don't get bit. You know, or whatever. Somebody didn't sneeze in your general direction. And then after like, you know, a couple hours, you can come back. Yeah. That's Maybe. guaranteed. If anybody's hiding in the forest, listen to this right now. Just give it good 120 minutes. <laughs> 120. Think, how come I can't open the fan? You're going the right – yeah, there you go. This is the way. Bill's, Bill's got a beautiful um, – Parasol. Yeah, like it's not a, a parasol. It's a fan. It's a fan. It's like a – It's a, a hand fan. An Asian, Asian style. Or would you say that's more of a Dixie Bell? Would you say that's for for uh, a Dixie Bell, like Bill Burr? Oh no, that's for like a geisha. This is more geisha. Why yeah. is it dust bowl covers colors on the bottom? Yeah. What about that? Howdy. You know what? I See? was totally it's wrong. For a Dixie Bell. I was Bell. totally wrong. When something I'm momentous sorry. happens to you, like you're hot in a recording booth, and <laughs> somebody happens to have a hand fan fit for a Dixie Bell on hand. You use it. We ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org for momentous occasions. Let's take a listen to our first call. Hey, guys. It's Ken from Virginia. I've got a momentous occasion. Driving home from work, uh, I pulled up at a stoplight next to a really nice new BMW motorcycle. And uh, as I pulled up, I kind of heard this thumping bass coming from the motorcycle. And uh, I rolled down my window to uh, to see what this guy was listening to. And uh, it turns out it was polka music. 
He just had his polka tunes cranked up, and it was the uh, tuba that was uh, shaking the windows of my, my car on the way home. So uh, rocking out to see polka music on your BMW, uh, I think that's pretty momentous. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Have a great day. Bumping. Yeah, right? I, um, Do you think he was eating a giant sausage while he was just having a little Oktoberfest on the back of his bike? That would be great. I, I just, uh, just had Willie Cologne on uh, Bullseye a legend of the world of salsa. Mm-hmm. And I was just I just got on one of those things where I was going around the Latin music Wikipedia world, mm-hmm. and I was reading about banda, which is a kind of Mexican popular music uh, that is very tuba-centric. And, um, <laughs> That's a new one. Tuba-centric. Yeah. I love it. It is. And uh, just the Wikipedia article just had this one line that I really loved that said, Fans of due to due to the due to the central role of tubas and umpa rhythms, fans fans of German polka music are sure to enjoy ban- banda. <laughs> Somebody just threw that shit into the Wikipedia. Yeah, that passed the relevancy test. I like. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there probably are. I have a friend who is very into uh, like steel drum in pop music. Like uh-huh. she has, a, she has a, a playlist of every time a steel drum pops up. Maybe there's a, uh, a maybe, crossover. Yeah, actually, think there's a level of ignorance to that though, because you know there's there's all kinds of music that involves the guitar. If you're into like, say, you're into whatever, when I listened to heavy metal when I was growing up, all that hair metal crap that I was listening to, you know, that didn't mean that you were going to like James Taylor just because they both <laughs> had a guitar. So I think we're like, whoever wrote that. You don't like James is, Taylor? Is, is, is painting with a broad brush. Whoa, seriously though, you don't like James Taylor? With tuba. Um, I mean, come on, that's like one of the that, that guy paints on the emotional canvas canvases of our lives. Yeah, but the sad ones. <laughs> I've seen fire and I've seen rain. It's just all. But I always thought I'd <laughs> see <laughs> James Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> one James more Taylor time. paints on various canvases that are kind of bummers. <laughs> Let's take our next call. I don't like baby boomers. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, esteemed guest. This is Jake from Northwest Arkansas. I have a momentous occasion. I was at the uh, thrift store flipping through some back issues of National Geographic magazine, and I come across a August 1978 issue. It has a pretty slick painting of some dinosaurs fighting on the front. I go to the middle, and there's the uh, classic fold-out with all the different dinosaurs, and I open it up, and there are two taped-together porno shots, one called Cutie, Cutie Moody. Teasing Terry and uh, boobs galore. So I scored pretty big on that, finding some vintage porn tucked away in an old National Geographic at a thrift store. You know what? Anyways, thanks so much. Bye. There was one direction that this call could have gone that would have made me happy. He says, I'm at a thrift store, flipping through the National Geographics. I come across one, and on the cover is the only thing that would have made me happy Coco the Gorilla. If you say Coco the Gorilla there, I am in. Because Coco is a fine animal gorilla. However, and she'll tell you, she'll be the first to tell you that. Any other topic in National Geographic, I'm not fucking interested. But if it's about that fucking fine animal gorilla, or of course one of her playmates. All ball the kitten. Sure. For instance. I'm in. Yeah. Are these highlights magazines references? No, no, you don't know no, about Coco the about, Gorilla. Listen, we're not talking about Goofus or Gorilla that know sign King language. <laughs> I know King Kong. That is a famous gorilla. Dude, why the fuck are they teaching those goddamn things sign language? What's wrong with it? The only thing good that, the only good that <laughs> can come out of that is they can express how unhappy they are in zoos and they can outlaw <laughs> fucking zoos. But other than that, 
Dude, those things have like the strength of 10 men. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? And I'm not saying that they're going to take over the planet like all of those movies, but they, they can, you know, if one of them can rip your face off, just think about 20 of them doing like Green Beret hand signals without they people only, noticing in a park. They mostly teach each other, they mostly teach the gorillas words about kittens. <laughs> So it would be one gorilla and 19 kittens. I don't know. Really? I, got, I got a friend of mine. He's a marine biologist. He just went to a zoo in Nebraska where they had taught this chimp sign language and it, it was able to express like where the hell are you – where you been? <laughs> and it also expressed like how much it didn't like its, its – like they know they're in a zoo yeah. and they don't like it. I hear all the monkeys end up saying is wish didn't know language. Now can identify sadness. <laughs> Two zero six nine eight four four fun is That's our number. That's more monkey ignorance. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. On I like Jesse monkeys. Go. I don't like bankers. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Shia LaBeouf. You're not – I don't think – Well, I'm sorry you, you stole. <laughs> um, it's Bill Burr yeah. who has a major tour coming up of Canada. Really? Yeah. Our, our, neighbors, to, in, our neighbors to the north? That's right. New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. Calgary. Aren't you used to being left out on those Celine Dion tours? Well, not with the Bill Burr tour. I'm no, coming sir. to Halifax and like Moncton or whatever you say. It's like M-O-N-C-T-O-N. I'm going that first. Then I go to Halifax. Toronto. Edmonton. London. Edmonton. Calgary. Vancouver. That island across the way from Vancouver. Back to Calgary. Ottawa. Montreal. Um, I think I named Hamilton, London. So you're uh, doing t- you're doing two Vancouver shows, two Calgary shows, three two- three Calgary, two Vancouver, one Edmonton. In the places where you're doing multiple shows, is it one They're electric, 40 one seaters. acoustic? They're forty <laughs> seaters. It just sounds better to be adding shows. Right. Yeah, I'm going to lose tons of money, but uh, <laughs> but we're adding shows, folks. <laughs> Yeah, I do one where I just sort of just lean on the mic stand and tell my jokes, and then the other ones, I, I, I just go false anger for the whole one, mm, just really? screaming as long as I can. That's what I do. It's a I, you know, one. the Canadians love that. I think take, bring that up north. They're going to they're gonna eat it up. Yeah, they're way, they're way more. And if you watch hockey, you understand like how ang- – like Michael Moore is so fucking off base the way he looks at that country. They lose a playoff series and they spontaneously riot. And a riot, as they always say, is an expression – yeah, that's a By good point. The, yeah, I like learned they, that. They, I'm they, an American they, studies they, major. There's something else going on. It right. isn't just the fucking game. Right. All right? They, they, their, their contribution to professional sports is a game where you can beat the shit out of somebody and you only have to sit down for five minutes. You can come out and do it again. You have to go sit out on a t- for, essentially a timeout. You have to do it three times. And he's up there acting three, like— You have to get in three fights in hockey? It used to be that when I was growing up. It might be less now. Now they're a little – like now they barely even fight. I'll tell you what. When I had my hockey video game on the uh, uh, Sega Genesis, I'd make a whole team of this one guy, Ty Domi. Ty Domi, would, he was slow. He was terrible. But if you had two teams of Ty Domi's playing each other, all you did was fight until there was blood on the ice. <laughs> Ty Domi's one of the <laughs> toughest guys. 
I actually met him uh, about a month ago. At what? This, um, yeah, at this. Ty Domi from Sega Genesis? Yes. <laughs> and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I got. I, I did a, a thing for uh, Mario Lemieux had has a, uh, this wonderful foundation, and he brings in comedians. Or for my money, so, so all those the guys. better hockey game on Genesis, Mario Lemieux hockey. Mario Lemieux, there you go. Everybody loved NHL hockey. I know. Sorry, Absolutely. I loved my NHL hockey. I don't mean to come on here and just air my controversial opinions. No, no, why no, no, no. The why fighting right. was more realistic. Why, right? why don't you know? You're the you're the you're the yutz who who wants to tell me that uh, baseball stars. Isn't as good as base wars. <laughs> no, I I concede that. Okay. I, I was just being a contrarian asshole yeah. when I was saying that. I hear. Hey, when you smoke cocaine, like yeah, um, that's base. Reminding me of that, mm-hmm. right? Is like, what do they cut that with? Like it's something like when other you, than when cocaine. You free base. E-cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, there's a little lilac in there. Yeah, because somebody I know like some recently was at a party. This mm-hmm. wasn't me. I, I would say it was me. I would have opened with the story, but they were at the right. party and they somebody asked if, if this person wanted to smoke cocaine, and they're like, "You're smoking crack," and they were like rich kids, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're we're free basing." So I was like, "Well, what? I know it's 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 baking soda is crack. So what what is free basing?" All things considered, how to smoke powdered <laughs> the, cocaine? The difference between cocaine and crack. I've, Why the fuck would you do that? You never saw those Richard Pryor bits when he's trying to set down the pipe, and he walks all the way to the other side of the bed or whatever, and then he has to come. The pipe's talking to him. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, the guy. I'm the guy who can. Do it's it like and not get it's hooked. like strung out junkies don't know a lot about classic comedy. Yeah, you know that's a great point. But no, but there's always that guy who comes to the school. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. The guy who made it out comes yeah, out. The Richard Breyer came to my school. He I was came living to into school. a dumpster. <laughs> he I did, went to a, he did, an unusual high school. He went to I school mention. on the Sunset Strip, and when, yeah, they, when his famous album "Live on the Sunset Strip," yeah, was, that was it, your it was high school. My high school. Yeah. So, long um, story short, Ty Domi was a great guy, and he actually talked about how he would how he would fight guys like a foot taller than him, hmm. which I think a lot of your listeners what is who go to their art schools and then go to cl- schools where they you know get bullied. You could learn a lot. I've only ever – I've been to two hockey games in my life. I've never watched hockey on television before. I enjoyed the hockey game. One of the hockey – I had good tickets for a college hockey game and enjoyed that. And I had bad mm-hmm. tickets for a Kings game. I did not particularly enjoy that. Right. But um, I- I'll tell you what. There's a thing that I don't 100 percent understand, which is just guys like Ty Domi. What is the mindset of a guy like Ty Domi whose job it is to fight people? Uh, well, you know, I didn't. I kept the conversation a lot lighter than that. I didn't go like, "Dude, what the fuck was your I mindset?" You know what you I was more like, "To just... me, that that guy, he's amazing." Like, you know, and my who wants experience... to get into a fight? A fight is scary. This guy right. literally but did it. I think he his... did it just multiple times a day for his job. No, nah, not multiple. He 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 had one like, or two. Well, now the way now the way the 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 NHL is, like, I don't think anybody's ever going to break his record for the amount, like, just the sheer amount of fights he had. He he was saying he, he like over like three hundred fights. This I mean, guy had over three hundred fights. If, if I could, with people, you know who how many trained. fights I've you know how many fights I've had, Bill? I've never had a fight. I I've never just nothing. struck someone in anger. I think his mindset There's nothing is, shocking about his that. mindset is this is a boring sport. I should do something to make it interesting. It's not boring. It's cool. They're skating oh, around really super is, fast. It really is a great story. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, I'm sorry I made that joke then about hockey. You're right. Let's have an earnest discussion about hockey. There's got to be some earnestness in this. Bill Burr yeah, has right. a smash That's hit. That's hard to say. <laughs> Bill Burr has a smash hit podcast, a morning, Monday morning podcast. 
You can enjoy it in your iTunes. You'll find it in the top 10 or whatever. So Everybody's go. in the top 10 at this point. We're not. Yeah, you are. If you if you find the right angle, because I've never been on a podcast. Every podcast was like, we got 900,000 downloads, and we're the number one furniture refinishing podcast on iTunes. To be fair, we are the number two furniture refinishing. <laughs> Goddamn right you iTunes. are. <laughs> we're number handy two. Men like and yourself. we're number five in gay and lesbian slash twinks. <laughs> you know what? You know what we do? The reason we're not number one, number one, they strip, they sand, mm-hmm. they rebuild. We just go and get restore a finish. We just go down to the hardware store, uh, get that yeah. restore a finish, and just put it on. Well, someone's got to go mainstream. You know, it's just good. Just put it on and cover up the scratches. We don't get involved in the whole, you yeah. know, stripping yeah. it down, building it back up. Hey, listen, I think Nickelback gets criticized way more than they should. Right. And I sure. feel like you guys are the same way. Yeah. Thank you. I, I are the Nickelback. Yeah, you. thank you. Finally, you someone yeah, was guys... able to put it into words. You know what? Let's you put that in our iTunes description. I feel like Nickelback gets criticized way too much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you guys are the same way. Bill Burr. There you go. There we go. Bill Burr. Can we Burr. just shorten that? Can you just say you guys take are Take a picture of me with a bag over my head with tears <laughs> coming out. Bloody tears. Bill, your, your dates for this big Canada tour are on your website, I presume, which yes, I'm yeah. betting is BillBurr.com. That's right. Starts March 1st and ends on the 19th. Listen, I, say, I, said, this, I said this at the top of the show, and I'm going to say it again. Bill, you don't have to listen. Okay. Uh, I really think I, w- I was thinking about it really hard. On my drive out mm-hmm. here, I'm a I'm a huge Maria Bamford fan, as anybody who knows me knows. I I have a tough time saying Maria's not the best in the business. Oh come on now! But she's up there. I I she's right up there with everybody. I I have to say that you will not Shecky Green. <laughs> you will not see a more masterful stand-up comic perform on a stand-up stage than Bill Burr. Uh, he's brilliant and hilarious. Uh, just an amazing, amazing gifted performer. Um, and uh, if you get a chance to go see him, do a real headlining set, just take care of you business. You can't see get Maria out there Bamford. And do it. Who? Go see the Bill Burr Who? and Maria Bamford tour, <laughs> is, which is the, no, the she Fire and Ice. I can't follow her. The I've had fire to follow and, her down fucking Largo. It's brutal. The it's, Fire and Ice tour. That's the binary, Maria the binary tour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do, go see go see Bill because he, he really is a brilliant he really is a, a brilliant practitioner of of what he does, and he's also and he's also not dumb as he claims to be. So uh, it's a he's a very very smart comic. So Bar-room there you go. Logic. That's my endorsement of Mr. Bill Burr. Thank you. That's very nice. Of Our you. producer is Brian Fernandez, aka Sunny D. Love you by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records, is our theme music. Our thanks to them. You can email us at jjgo at maximumfund.org or call us at 206 984 4FUN. We'll be on the forum at forum.maximumfund.org. A lot of Jordan Jesse Go action on the Reddit. Mm. On the Reddit. Search for MaxFun Reddit. You can find a lot of cool stuff on the Reddit there. A lot of, you know, link to crow, link to crows shit is mostly <laughs> what we're talking about. You know, anytime something, some crows are in the news, people post it on there. Reddit looks like program, programming code to me. Yeah, it's pretty. That's why. That's why. How do you those, nav- That's why the people who like it like it. Oh, is that why? Oh, yeah, because it seems because it's sort of it's made. It's yeah, forbidding. I think it's made to be or obtuse. It's yeah. made to keep you out. Yeah, and then you got to crack the code. It's a little ugly. It's also for people who hate aesthetics. Do you know how many times I've seen Shawshank Redemption and every time I have to look up obtuse? (laughs) (laughs) I still forget what it means. All right. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. 
Artist owned. Listener supported.